0: Hey everybody, Griff here. We've got another exciting episode of the HLP coming right up, but I do have some things to say at the top of this episode. If you're listening when this episode comes out, I'm going to have to ask you to stay tuned because we have some exciting news that's going to be announced on the Zone of Truth coming out on Monday. We've teased about what a second adventure would look like for Hideous Laughter Productions, And on Monday, we're going to announce what that adventure is going to be. We've been preparing, we've been in heavy pre-production for this adventure, and I can't wait for you guys to hear what we've been cooking up. That said, the second show is tied to a Patreon goal of ours. We are about three-quarters of the way to that goal, so listeners, if you're not subscribed to our Patreon – And you like bonus content, go ahead and toss us a couple bucks, help us get to that goal and prepare yourself for another awesome Hideous Laughter production show. Any bit helps and it gets us even closer to expanding the network. All of that out of the way, here's episode 127, Rock Matumbe Like a Wagon Wheel.
1: Like liquor and things that go boo,
2: then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast.
0: Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 127.
2: Let's start with Steve. What are you drinking, Steve? Hey, Griff, I'm drinking a beer from Buckle Down Brewing. This is called a Perito American Pale Ale. It is hopped with mosaic, sabro, and bel- belma. It's brewed and packed at 8700 West 47th Street in Lyons, Illinois. Okay. That's a lot lot of
0: detail, a lot of unneeded detail.
2: It uh, kind of foamed up on me there a little bit.
0: So Speaking of someone that always foams up on me. Hey, Brooks. You said it. What do you drink?
3: <laughs> uh... It, Thanks Griff. Thanks Steve. <laughs> I'm drinking a Daybreak from Wolf's Ridge. Uh, I have had it many times. I've I have mentioned it several times on here. I'll mention it again. It's uh by far Wolf Ridge Wolf's Ridge's best beer.
2: Yeah, it's phenomenal. It's so fucking good.
0: Well, speaking of best beer, I might have the best beer name here. This is by a brewery called Evil Genius. Very silly names for very serious beers. The beer's called, I don't know who needs to hear this, but cancel that free trial before they charge your card. Incredible. That I w- cannot find
2: on the can <laughs> I I what type of beer it cancel. is. <laughs> <laughs> it not say on the can what type of beer it is. Even if you turn that into an acronym, that would be super clunky. Ooh, it's good. What is it? Nice. What
0: do you think? Uh, Evil Genius. It. Maybe that's what's evil about it. Kind of tastes like a wheat beer. Hmm. Actually, very much so, it tastes like a wheat beer. Very light, very airy.
3: I wonder if that's part of their evil genius. The evil genius is that they don't put the type of beer on there. It's for you to decide. (laughs) Yeah. And whoever is stocking it or like typing in uh, stock levels, they have to type out that whole name. Yeah, that
0: hurts. Uh, speaking of an evil genius, hey Emily, what are you drinking?
1: Oh, thank you. I am drinking Merlot out of my Lyra glass. I felt like that was very fitting and feel closer to her than ever.
0: Yeah, I guess you're a <laughs> whole plane closer to her corpse. <laughs> hmm? Haley, you have the Patreon beverage, right?
4: I do. I actually have a drink that i that maybe Matumbe could have had. I have the Milwaukee Punch. Um,. It's green.
0: so <laughs> they call it when Matumbe gets angry. Gives him a moongi punch. <laughs> That's what
4: they
2: call it when Matumbe takes a one level dip in Brawler. Level <laughs> <laughs> Let's go.
4: So it was uh, recommended by Joe Bot, and it is supposed to be green Hawaiian punch, spiced dark rum, and sour watermelon puckers. I, instead of sour watermelon puckers, uh, we had sour watermelon moonshine. It is very green. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> nice. Nice.
0: Seems like that would all be relatively sour.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna have horrible heartburn. I hope we have Tums. (laughs) (sighs) It tastes great.
0: Much like you guys getting back to the material plane, I make no promises that we have Tums.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are we gonna start book four?
0: You started book four. Okay. For for all the naysayers, you started book four. It started. It's it's begun. It's you had at least three episodes. In book four, it's not my fault you guys chose to <laughs> role play through those episodes, all right? Like that's not my fault. Okay? I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna railroad you through your RP. If you wanna atone, you can atone, I guess.
1: We really needed that. It was good stuff. Yeah. With all that
0: said, it's kind of like literally we're maybe one paragraph into book four, so let's go. <laughs> You made it to threshold. You got through the first two sentences of book four. Um, so when last we saw our heroes, they did a little bit of shopping, Eclipse, finally got to buy some stuff. We had, I think this is the lo- the, the most frequent string of Lost Co episodes we've had. <laughs> uh, just keep dipping, dipping into that jar. Um, then we had... Matumbe and Freya atoning for some alignment shifts. And before we get into the episode, I I wanted to talk to you, Steve, because I don't really think we've actually ever brought up what happened to Matumbe kind of mechanically on the show.
2: Yeah, there were a couple things that got mentioned when the Lopper um, integrated with Matumbe. Um, he picked up the... Um, I believe it's called the possession corruption corruption. Haley's that, that yes. she's nodding at me. That sounds correct. Um, but that was mentioned on air. So what we didn't actually specifically mention on air was that came with a cost. Um, Matsumbe for the last several episodes has been an ex inquisitor. Yep. Um, a lot of people, I have not heard from anybody like, Oh, I see you're an ex inquisitor now. And I think, the reason people haven't really didn't really catch on to it is because with the living grimoire archetype, not a whole lot changes. I lose my spellcasting ability, which I don't really rely on anyway. Um, I would have lost judgments, but the archetype gives those up, and I still get a lot of the core things that the class has, like the bane ability and um, detecting alignments. So although he was an ex-Inquisitor, in a lot of ways, he didn't really seem like one. Um, I also had an alignment shift. I've been uh, rocking a neutral evil for a while, which I don't think I per, you know, super pronounced, but I was definitely uh, more of a dick to some people than I use, usually am, namely Freya. I know. <laughs>
1: That's why
2: I apologized. I could tell. Yep. <laughs> I think those are the biggest things and the things that people didn't know about um, what changed, but it was it was fun. Yeah, I gave the full B.A.B. That is, uh, that is my it. my, uh, my to hit dropped like a rock.
0: <laughs> Unfortunate. But now with our we, we actually left off on Matumbe finishing up his atonement. So let's let's enter in on that. But before we do, let's roll off. Is it just you and me? I think so, yeah. uh, The
2: Zona True Squad. Mm, Natural Mm -hmm. 17. Damn, I got a 16. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a tight one. Snuck into the leader spot by one. There you go. All right, folks, you know what to do. (laughs) You always say that. It's like they're not really directly.
0: (laughs) So
1: are you asking for like a special subset of special drinks that have been suggested for just you, Steve. Yeah, like
0: when you say you know them. what to do, is that what is that
2: what you're asking Emily to do? <laughs> I don't know, guys. You know what to do. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sounds like Emily like Go Wild. The fans have already gone wild with their suggestions. All I have to do is compile.
2: Go for it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know what to do. You know what to do. But uh, speaking of people that maybe don't know what to do, what's going on with this party? What are you guys doing? So
2: I think immediately where we left off last episode... The, the Matumbe Atonement had just wrapped and it's probably just him and Freya left there, right? Yeah. Thank you for that, Freya. That's something I don't think I would have been able to achieve by myself. Strong as my conviction to my faith may be.
1: Everybody needs some help from time to time. All you have to do is ask.
2: I can already feel my demeanor changing. Let's go back to the rest of our companions and finally start seeing what's going on in this town.
1: We have a lot to do. Let's go.
0: What are Air Bear and Eclipse doing? You guys have known each other for the least amount of time in this party. Yeah. You're the the two with the shortest connection because of Eclipse having been gone.
4: Yeah, so uh, presumably we've got about an hour to kill. If we're at an inn, uh, realistically, Eclipse is going to go get some food. She doesn't really care what Air Bear is doing. If he sits down at her table, she'll talk to him. But otherwise, I mean, she doesn't care.
3: I imagine the inter- interactions between Airbear and Eclipse are very awkward, but Airbear would certainly feel at least slightly obligated to sit at the same table. Vela, is this uh, seat taken? And have you seen uh, Freya and Matumbe yet?
4: Yeah, Freya. Remember how Freya had to do her atonement last night? You know, Matumbe bought. Twenty five hundred gold worth of bones.
2: Seems normal. <laughs> that was a bit beard.
4: Yeah, I think uh, I think he's doing that this morning. Did you? What what harm did you encounter in Abaddon? It sounds like everybody else had some serious changes. What about you?
3: I was uh, certainly lucky enough to where I actually uh, more or less uh, discovered. V- the uh, uh, abilities that I have, uh, still very new, I guess. Uh, so, uh, but uh, I feel safe. the stability on my my hands uh, has never been better for, certainly for
4: fighting. For the first time during this like entire conversation, or probably most interactions with her and Airbear. She is interested in what is happening. He just said he's got new abilities, and he specifically mentioned his hands, which, by the way, if you guys recall, it's been a long time, but the last thing, essentially, <laughs> Eclipse did before leaving to Abaddon was talking polyglot to Matumbe about Airbear's hands.
2: Yeah, that is true.
4: Yes. Yeah. Uh, so she perks up at this point, and she goes, oh, new new abilities. Those are always fun. So, like, what... What, what have you got going on? And also, does it have to do with the hands? Because you just mentioned your hand stability. How are they more stable?
3: Well, I, the grip is certainly better. Just overall, I would say hand strength is this, certainly This doesn't good.
4: sound like anything new. Like, what's changed? You said new abilities.
3: See, there, there is this one thing that I can... I'm not sure if I can, how how I can exactly uh, bring it back, but...
0: uh, And as their bear is, like, gesticulating at the table, (laughs) his right hand falls off. Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And it lands on the back of the hand, curls up for a moment like a dead spider, and then twitches to life, flips over quickly, and crawls back to his wrist.
3: It's uh, can help itself sometimes, but that was my use fuzzy day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a. <laughs> I'll give you a free
2: one. <laughs> have <laughs> used it up for the day. Well, fuck me, am I right,
0: GM? <laughs> Technically,
4: you used it last night, then. Oh my god. I,
3: I won't say that.
4: <laughs> I assume you said everything else. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Uh, um, With all of that h- happening, this is, yeah, again, this is the first time Eclipse has any interest in a rare at all, besides suspicion. This is now less suspicion and more is some suspicion, I guess. There's hesitation and, and excitement, but she would kind of look at him for a little bit. So how long has that been happening? Is this, like, something you can always do? Is this a rat thing?
3: Well, um, you remember uh, well, when we uh, went to Abaddon? Yeah, it's about right there. That When they first had the ability uh, the I have a f- slight feeling that it had something to do with the good doctor no it, it, it definitely was
4: anything that she could have given you is not a gift
3: it certainly does not feel like one
4: are those even your hands Phil? <laughs> mm, well
3: they were. <laughs> little Column A. Little Column B. I'm just thinking this whole time when you said, Is that a rat thing?
2: <laughs> it's like, Yeah, that's how they survive the traps.
4: <laughs> that's kind of what that's I how, was how they get the cheese out of the traps. <laughs> it's like a
2: gecko detaching its tail.
3: No, but from, uh, I guess, a skill standpoint, their precision is. Very much so, they're uh, almost a mind of their own, finding very...
4: Almost r- a mind of their own. Hang on a minute. That's a concern. I have dealt with many things that have a mind, and it's not usually good. She says if with you five minds
0: in
3: her head. If you
4: have zero control or knowledge of what mind they might have. Has anyone talked to you? No. Okay.
3: The- Would you tell me? if it has a mind i don't uh, maybe it's just uh, not shown itself just yet but it certainly just acts on its own is what i would say maybe a mind would be too much but z- speaking of so z- your connection with the uh, Vance. uh, Vance, yes. Very particular.
4: Yes, he is a good friend at this point. We have been together for a couple months now. We weren't always friends, but we're good friends now. We keep each other company. In fact, it was actually really lonely without him.
3: That is a very interesting take on that. You've grown to... Almost. Is it too much to say that you need this second. this Vance?
4: No, we have a deal. He helps me, and I will provide him with a gift in exchange.
3: But when you. That's say what it is! You are lonely without him.
4: Yeah, it's good company to have your friends around. Don't you want to stay my friend and be around? It's good company. This is a great conversation we're having. Don't you want to be able to have that? I was alone for days, starving and thirsty. Of course I wanted a friend. Of course I was lonely.
3: That is a good point, but I just... I I can't quite put my finger on it, but it seems like there might be something more.
4: Hmm. Seems like there might be something more to these hands
3: jazz hands
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he does the jazz hand and then the one that plopped off just turns around and flips you the bird <laughs> yeah.
4: but I, I do think that's where Eclipse is going to become a little bit less cheerful she does not like people questioning her and her friends she would probably try and just turn the conversation and ask if uh air bear is looking for breakfast and she would order it herself whether he says yes or no.
0: <laughs> and I think once you guys uh, settle down for breakfast, the rest of the party opens the front door of the tavern, and um, you can reconvene. One thing I will note, though, it's something Air Bear feels when he gets his breakfast. doesn't seem very appetizing. It's fresh, it's cooked sausage. Brad, you take a smell of it and it smells like rotten meat to you.
3: And he would play with it on the plate, but merely move it around
2: and drink some water. Okay. The gang's all here. Gang's all here. What are you guys doing? So I guess we're all sitting at the same table. It's probably time to start talking about our strategy of nailing down the whispering way in this city. We knew they were coming here. We knew they were trying to procure some sort of something. But beyond that, I don't know that we know much. Do we start asking around? Do we address this Tillis Paget? The, uh, the de facto ruler here? I don't know. Do you have any input?
1: I don't feel like we're totally welcome here. I could tell. The community was a little suspicious of us. If we're asking questions, we must do it lightly. Or we'll be thrown out. Or not get a straight answer out of them. We'll need to make sure we ask the right people the right questions.
2: I noticed the same thing in the marketplace yesterday. We must tread lightly.
0: Why don't you guys make me a perception check? You're in a tavern. And there are people around. Uh, Looks like there's some dock workers. Some some of the regular tavern patrons, you think. Like people that... Uh, seem like they have, they walk up to a certain place at the bar. Um, but it's breakfast, and some people are drinking as if maybe they were on some kind of
2: night shift as well.
1: 20.
2: 11. Uh, trash shitty roll from, from a tombay. That's a 23. 22. Yeah, those of you above
0: a 20 can hear not full conversations, but like snippets of conversations enough that you can get get the vibe that uh, although Frey you you were concerned about the suspiciousness of this community and and that's definitely a concern it seems like people are somewhat prone to gossip so you think they might be suspicious of you and then talk about you behind your back but that might also work in your favor
1: if we can spread some stories of ourselves and then maybe find some gossip or make it up that we can give about someone else in the town. We might be able to get them talking.
2: I, I, I don't disagree with that. I do not.
1: So who have we met really in
4: town <laughs> besides uh. the law school group, the fruit seller and whoever's uh shop that we just went ahead and, and, uh, Showed up in?
2: Don't forget the butcher. He he bought bought (laughs) 2,500 gold or the boat. Actually, like, I probably put his kids through college. That guy owes (laughs) us. (laughs) That guy might, yeah, he'd probably at least have a
0: positive disposition towards you after spending that much money. I know this is kind of jokey, but that might be a good place to start.
4: I mean, it seems like it would be. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. You actually uh, notice his husky figure at the bar.
2: Oh, Perfect. Um, if anyone would like to join me, I'm going to have a
4: conversation with this man right now.
1: Sure. I might need se- some help.
3: That seems, uh, reasonable.
4: Oh, is that gonna be weird? Four people walking over to one person at a bar?
3: They're already suspicious of you. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Just keep
0: yeah. doing weird things. Keep <laughs> digging the hole.
4: Wait, guys, that's, like, actually super weird. Maybe, maybe Matumbe asked if he wants to come sit with us. All right. <laughs> we'll give it a
1: shot. Yeah.
2: So I'll stand up and go walk over to this man. Hey, good man, how are you on this in this fine morning? Well, I'm doing just fine. How about
0: yourself? Uh, I, I never did catch your name, even though you spent... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: 2500 <laughs> gold. Quite,
0: quite a bit of corn for <laughs> your man of uh,
2: interest and in taste, I, I take. Yes, my name is Matumbe. I hail from the Mwangi Expanse, and I am what you would call a grave digger of harassment. No. And yours. Your name, I, my friend. My what? my name's Grubbs. It's a pleasure. Grubbs? That's a wonderful name.
0: That's uh, that's what everybody calls me, the Grubs. Well, Mr. Grubbs, what uh what are you eating here? Uh I I brought a little bit of seasoning. Uh we me and uh me and Betty here call this my Grubbecue. <laughs> it's uh you know, it's a special blend of herbs and spices that I, I tend to think works works wonders on the meat. Uh, I provide a lot of the meat to the tavern, so I get a (laughs) I get a discount. Yeah, I get a discount
2: on uh, on my meals and drink here. Well, that's wonderful to hear. Um, I am actually traveling in this town with a a few of my friends, and we would be honored if you joined us for this meal. (laughs) You
0: don't have to. You don't have to ask me twice. I mean, you seem like a man flush with cash, you know. I, I have, I'm happy to sit down with uh, probably my best customer I'll
2: ever have. Well, yes, come on over, meet my friends, and he brings Grubs on over. Howdy, folks! I'm I'm Grubs. Nice to meet you. Pleasure. Your name's Freya. Uh, I
0: could I could have uh, we could we could get some Grub Q whipped up for everybody in the back. Uh, some of you hardly touch your breakfast.
3: Well, uh, you did uh, bring your own special spices to the bar. This morning, so, uh, but no, no, none for me. But we, we have some things to ask of you.
0: Oh, all right, uh, straight to the point then. Where I are our manners? This is bear <laughs> Eclipse and Freya. I was
4: about to introduce myself.
0: <laughs> Name's Grubs. Howdy, folks. Anyway, what? What? You said you needed something. What? What exactly do you need? I. I don't. I'm just gonna sit around. and And read for the next uh, hour or so before I got to work this morning, so I don't
3: mind uh, shooting, shooting the shit, as it were. Well, uh, Matumbé Freya, can you please fill him in?
2: Yes,
4: I have something to ask of you. You two, ask him.
0: (laughs) Your friend doesn't get out much, does he? This is what we like to call the (laughs) alupia. feeling a bit cornered by people. That, there's, a,
2: there's quite an influx of personalities at this table. Th- thank you. Anyway, you may have noticed we are not from around here. Uh, we are merely travelers passing through this fine town of yours. I mean, I presume you had a bone reselling <laughs> business or something.
4: Yeah, he's not a necromancer. It's quite a
0: long story, and no, I am no necromancer. I- I I figured, you know, what's the
2: worst that could happen? Skeldle animals and such. Would be a big problem. You would need to call the local contingent of phrasma worshippers to help deal with that. But this is besides the point. We are traveling through your town in search of someone who actually may have arrived here several days ago. Uh, Unfortunately, I do not have very many details on this person we're following. Dark clothing, riding what I believe was a dark steed, and up to some sort of nefarious business. I know your town is very concerned about the dealings of certain cultists, and I think this person does not have your town's best interests in hand. Mm. Outsiders, dark
0: clothing
2: you said dark horses maybe looking to unload um, exotic artifacts or mm. find something of the sort uh, there was there was talk of
0: a couple of riders uh, two of them that came together in in dark clothing if if that's what you're you're after um, they're the only ones that i think would have matched that description but they didn't stay long they moved on. They maybe came a week ago. That lines up in a
2: couple with, of days. What's we're thinking here? Um, did they visit anybody in particular, or did they merely stay in an inn and leave? Uh, you know, they
0: they would have stopped at the, the livery. To seem they were riding pretty fast. Uh, the horses needed uh, needed tendons, so they would have would have. I mean, I, I had heard they stopped at delivery and then they went different directions, but I'm probably not the right guy to ask uh, where they went. I I haven't really, I'm sure, I'm sure somebody in, in town has kind of heard what direction they were in. I just heard there were strange folks in town.
1: Wait, they split up?
0: That, that is what I'd heard. I, I didn't, I don't rightly know where, but they, they went diff- opposite directions.
2: Was this merely a stopover at the livery, or uh, did they visit anybody in town before leaving?
0: I don't think they were in town more than that. So very interesting. Very
2: interesting.
0: If they, if they visited anybody, I I didn't hear about it. Would you suggest
2: that maybe the livery, someone at the livery, knows?
0: I'm sure uh, Clarence at the livery has. Uh, I mean, he at least dealt with the horses. If if they stopped to get the horses retacked and everything, I'm sure he was the one that done it. He might have an idea. I mean, he might have talked to him or something.
4: Do you know Clarence well?
0: No, no, ma'am. I, I'm in the I'm in the business of butchering animals, not riding them. Uh, plus, he he kind of keeps to himself. He doesn't really he doesn't really join us in the in the tavern for drinks or anything. I mean, it's a it's a big town, you know. I'm sure he's got friends around you probably ask around people might know him and, and he might have even shared his story I just don't I don't really connect with him that much and this is kind of all I've all I've heard of of these these travelers now I, <laughs> I heard of uh heard of you folks heard you gave uh heard you gave Nancy over at over at the sporting goods store quite a scare but Lasko was Clearly, much fatter. Well, <laughs> there is some contention in town between uh, Nick Sporting Goods and Lasco. You know, they sell a lot of the same product. But Nancy, the one working register there, had said that you you, you all uh, appeared out of thin air, which
2: is quite the story. And who knows? Who knows, Mister Grubbs? One day we may tell you that story. Well, I'll save a plate of grubbecue for it. I hope you do.
0: At this point you have a little bit better of a lead. You could certainly like sense motive grubs, but from what he's told you it sounds like he's told you what he's heard. You could definitely ask around the town now that you have a little bit of a lead, like you're looking for the two riders that stayed a week ago and Dar and and they stopped at the livery and you know, whatever. So you could ask around town or you could go straight to the livery. If you're asking around town, I would just need diplomacy.
2: Checks to gather information. Okay. I just want to do a quick check on Grubbs. Sounds like he's probably on the up and up, but I've got a pretty good sense motive. Sure. 31.
0: Yeah, he's he seems like he doesn't have anything to hide. Cool. Is he still with us at the table? Yeah, he. I mean, he'd, he'd just hang out with you guys for the hour or whatever. He said he was going to eat breakfast or his grubbecue Q, and uh, head, head to the butcher to work.
4: So I guess I am in favor of going ahead and going straight to Clarence. I don't I don't know why we would need to talk uh, and ask about him more. I would think that's our only lead. We should go talk to Clarence. And then from there, if he doesn't have as much information as we'd like, talk to the town.
1: My one thought that would push to potentially do... A little bit of extra reconnaissance. If this man was very nice and willing to talk to us, perfectly nice guy, and Clarence doesn't really hang out with his crowd, and we know there's cult activity, before we go in straight up asking, like, hey, we're looking for these shifty characters, do we want to at least make sure he's not potentially on their side? Counterpoint?
4: Grubbs himself said it's a very big, it's like a big town. That's fair. That's fair. So that's where uh, to me, I w- I didn't think much of it. I didn't overthink into it because I assumed it was just ah, there's enough people not to be friends with him. I guess that's fair.
2: I I I hear what you're saying and I like it, but the the plan I was forming in my head was the exact same one that Haley laid out. I think um, gathering information around town is super valid and maybe something we'll have to do after talking to Clarence, but. I think my immediate thought is, let's just ask him and see if he's looking shady or what.
3: Yeah, we can certainly recon the building and everything first. Airbear would definitely want to do that, just because we know the activity is going on. But if we, if Grubs is still at the table, Vea, is this livery? Uh, it's, it's just, uh,
0: you know, a couple blocks down. Uh, thank you very much. It's kind of down the main
2: road where people bring their horses. All right, can we fast forward through the rest of the meal and head yeah, out?
0: Absolutely. No, okay. let's let's role play out the rest <laughs> of this meal. Really, is so really too uh, bad. here. How's the gravigue? We need to go how's get uh,
4: food to chew into the mics. I'm sure people would love that.
0: <laughs> I can make us some gravity <laughs> Yeah, you guys, you guys head to the livery stable. An old hey Wayne stands just inside the livery stable. It's wooden side. Boards near bursting with the load of straw it bears. One of its wheels is missing, and the wagon leans heavily onto one side. A bent old man kneels beside the wagon, struggling to fit a new wheel on the empty axle.
3: Well, uh, Matumbe, I think there may be an idea here. If you could help Zimian, I could sneak around the back and possibly catch something off guard.
2: An excellence plan, bear. Also, maybe we should have asked Grubbs what Clarence looks like. <laughs> <laughs> all well, right. Uh, you may uh, certainly
3: ask his name.
2: <laughs> g- but I, maybe we should have. Alright, so because we're in a city, like I I I think what I'd like to do if he hasn't caught notice of us is like split off and like run around the block and approach from the other side and see him struggling as opposed to like just walk up from our group just to come at him from a different direction so he looks up at me and doesn't see three other people there sure yeah you could do that hello my friend I couldn't help but see you were having some troubles with that wheel oh hello there you you scared me Oh, my uh, apologies. I know I had I cut an intimidating figure. Yeah, you're, you're quite tall over there. Um and he kind of stands up, wipes the
0: dirt off of his knees, puts out a hand to shake. Uh, name's Clarence. Do you, you needing any uh any horses? Any uh what what brings you to my uh, livery?
2: Clarence, it's good to meet you. He reaches out to shake his hand. Well, I was. I am just a traveler passing through town, trying to catch up with some people who may have been here recently.
0: Hmm. People here recently. Um. Uh. What. What did they. Uh. What do they look like? Did you get names? Tell you
2: what, my friend. How about I help you with this wheel and then we discuss business? It looks like I interrupted you. I do not want to be a burden on on, on your business. Oh, no trouble
0: at all. I mean, um. Happy to happy to talk, but if yeah, if you if you'd help me with my my wheel after uh, after I tell you what you need to know, I guess that would be it'd be lovely. Or or before I don't I don't really
2: mind either way. Uh, let's take care of the wheel first. We can uh, talk and wait for now. What seems to be the problem?
0: I'm I'm having trouble uh, getting the getting the wheel on the axle without having uh, anyone else here to help me hoist it. Oh,
2: you come to the right person for
0: hoisting. You think you would probably need either one person with an incredibly high strength score or probably two people to lift this to the point where he could slide the
4: mm.
0: slide the wheel on?
4: I'm so strong.
0: But like
2: how can I get you into this? So, unless you're a separate traveler who's also passing through.
4: Yeah. Can I like okay, so I know specifically that Air Bear wanted to look around back, and I know that um, he wanted to kind of be sneaky-sneak, but we just said that we were going to have Matumbe approach separately in order not to have it like three people approach, right? Can I see if I could have heard Matumbe clearly enough that I could casually walk up flexing the muscles? (laughs) Sure. Okay.
0: How far away were you?
4: I was, um... Just out of sight, potentially. I don't so know like how far that is. Sixty feet? Sure, yeah.
0: Okay, make a perception check.
4: Seventeen
0: <laughs> No, you couldn't hear what was going on, but you know, you could you could see if Matumbe like beckoned over for you or something.
2: Yeah, maybe if Clarence like gets back up on the wheel, starts looking at it, I'll turn my head and kinda give give Eclipse the head shake like might need some backup over here.
4: Alright. Sure. Eclipse would go to her highest of heights at three foot three.
0: Seems it's going to be a bit uneven, but we'll give it a shot.
4: Yeah, she'll lock up and uh, flexing her muscles of her 33 pound body.
2: Hello, traveler. (laughs) You look unreasonably ripped. (laughs) (laughs) Would you mind helping me and my friend Clarence lift this wagon?
4: I think I could do that. I work out a lot.
2: I can tell.
4: She flexes her muscles. <laughs> and then <laughs> I'm good to help.
0: Okay. So at this point, you two are helping with the wagon.
4: Why do we need a map for that, Griffin?
0: That is concerning, yeah. So you guys are going to be on opposite sides on opposite wheels. All right, yeah. Clarence is right next to Matoombe, trying to get that wheel on. Airbear and Freya, where are you?
1: Freya would have stayed kind of by the front of the shop, not be standing directly like right by the door but maybe kind of milling about and keeping an eye on what's happening in the store and anything outside as well if there seems like there's another person hanging out or kind of watching us. She's just keeping general watch.
3: Sure. Air Bear. Air Bear would certainly want to sneak around back if able, unless this is like a a back-to-back shop to where, the front- it's it's kind of like it's
0: mostly an open not like open air but you know how a stable is like where you can see like all the way through the building because it's just a covering. It's okay. mostly that. You think there's like a there's like a little office building where Clarence probably works works, but mostly it's like horses and hay and this wagon out front.
3: Got it. Got it. Yeah. If there's an office, definitely peeking through the windows, uh, probably like at least stepping inside the back of the stable just poking his head in at least do a 360 of the entire building as sneakily as possible okay and i can i would like to roll for stealth yes That's i would possible. like you to as well 25
0: 25 all right go ahead and place yourself uh where you want
3: to be you're
0: just kind of looking in and uh it doesn't seem like
3: air bear will find himself right at the uh other side of the wagon looking looking into the building. And Freya, that's where you want to be on the map.
1: Uh, yeah, she'll be close but not so close to arouse suspicion. Sure. And kind of looking around. Does she need to make a perception check? You can
0: make a perception check. There's a I mean like you're I'll say that the the stable is kind of off to the side, but you're kind of on the on the road, right? Okay, you would yeah, be like yep. on the road mm-hmm. where the rest of
1: where other people are yeah. also moving around. 18.
0: Okay. With an 18. I mean, you can't even see Air Bearer, right? He's, he's stealth around the other side. But you see your party members. You see um, presumably Clarence, the, the one that Matumbe has been talking to. And it looks like they're about to lift up this wagon to help the older gentleman get a wheel on. And it's taking him a little bit he's kind of fiddling with the with the wheel trying to get it like aligned properly and he's just kind of talking to you while he works Matoombe. Mm-hmm. so I think I think you and Eclipse can kind of get it into a spot where you can kind of hold it okay and he would just ask so uh, so what um, what kind of people were you were you looking for
2: Oh uh, old friends of mine people who may. I've just stayed a night, maybe two? I don't know. Just some old friends I wanted to catch up with. Do you. I mean, people come through here uh, relatively frequently.
0: I. Did you have a name or a description I might, uh,
2: might be able to help? No, my friends usually don't check into inns or provide personal details. They're Quite secretive, much to my dismay. Trying to keep up with them. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, but maybe someone has matched that description in the last oh, week or so. You didn't give a description. That's why I was asking. Oh, just somebody who showed up. Uh,
0: dark rider, dark horse. <laughs> uh, dark clothes, dark horse. Yeah, I I remember. Uh, um, two of them came yes. about a about a week ago. Uh, they, they they <laughs> came. Did they go somewhere? Well, it's funny. You, you say your friends are theirs. I. They were quite rude to to me. They kicked mud all over me. They they scared up my horses. They were um, they terrible customers. But they had enough gold. They, they bought two horses off of me and continued their. Journey. They were seemed like they were in a in some kind of powerful hurry. Eclipse uh,
4: holding the other side of the wagon. They sound like awful people.
2: Oh, I must apologize. And of course, you over there on the other side of the wagon do not know them, but they have a very peculiar sense of humor.
4: Did they leave their horses?
2: I'm gonna roll a sense motive. I feel like maybe some bluff checks are in order.
0: Yeah, I think you could you could definitely roll a bluff check that these guys are your they were your friends and you're trying to catch up with them.
2: Yeah, I just don't have any other like idea of what even to say without potentially tipping this guy off. And you know what? I'm gonna throw a little inspiration on there. Okay, good. It's gonna be a 27 bluff. All right, with a 33 cents motive. Damn, oh. that is impressive. This guy shifts in
0: his cloak, and you can tell the old man facade was certainly a facade. He whistles <laughs> before quick sheathing out a dagger, and in the surprise round, since nobody met the perception check to see... Ah. uh Two ghouls hop out up from underneath the hay. One in flanking position next to Matumbe, and the other one by Eclipse. This
2: sucks.
4: Eclipse is going to call back over to the other side of the wagon. Oh,
2: Clarence, we have some problems. Clarence is an imposter and not my friend anymore. <laughs> not my friend anymore. Um...
4: Okay, great, Matumbe, we're dropping this axe, right? It's on.
2: By the way, Clarence, Eclipse is my friend. I knew who that was the whole time, you fool. The trap is on you.
0: So uh, so in this prize round, looks like Clarence cast something. Uh, the two ghouls jumped out. And I, now I need us to roll for initiative.
4: Is it daytime?
2: Yes. All right, Matumbe, what you got? I'm holding a wagon, which is basically as close to flat-footed as they come. I'm going to go ahead and assume I have nothing in my hands while holding the wagon. Yeah, you, you, uh, you would... The wagon holders would have had to stow their items to hold the wagon. And I rolled a three on the die. So that oh. is an eight. Oh,
4: twinsies! Oh, Sweet! <laughs>
0: All right. Uh has a better mod?
4: I mean, Five. I have a 1. Okay, yeah. No. Uh, so, call me first the third round cuz it takes me a whole action to ouch. get that axe.
2: Um first the third call, round? Call when you shot for the third
1: round.
4: <laughs>
2: Fair.
1: 14.
2: 14. I'll air, see you in 20 minutes. Air bear.
3: <laughs> I I really really uh was ready for this one.
0: Mm-hmm. 24. 24. Nice. I think Air Bear was the most ready. Man, I was hoping somebody might break up my initiative tracker, though. I suppose not. Air Bear, you are first to act. Um, Matumbe just shouted out yep. <laughs> that this guy is, a, is uh, not, his friend not, not what he seems.
3: In a different situation, when Matumbe says somebody is not no longer his friend, Air Bear might just roll his eyes. And, <laughs> but... In this case, Air Bear is going to first uh, call out to Freya. Freya, Zea, are ze franking Matumbe, help him. V- uh, Vivo gets this one and activate my boots of speed. And beyond that, going to move into position to flank. With Eclipse, when she like eventually gets her axe out. Gets her ducks in a row. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, Eclipse can't flag. All right. So you move right up to it. That's your standard action. It's a. Is it a. Or that's your move action. Is it a move action to activate the free action and then i should have a swift action as well
3: yeah you certainly would you- in doing so i am going to activate my challenge on this ghoul here okay all right it is clarence's oh. turn do i get a standard oh sorry i'm pretty sure i don't hit though
0: with uh total 17 17 will not hit your target unfortunately it is now clarence's turn Clarence is going to make what is called a death attack.
4: That doesn't Mm. sound good. So
0: this is something that I've never used before, but it's from the Assassin Prestige class. I don't like how this is shaping up. Uh, So let me...
4: (laughs) Hey, at least if if you die, you have your god back.
0: If an assassin studies his victim for three rounds and then makes a sneak attack, which is why he delayed with his questions, and that successfully deals damage, the sneak attack has the additional effect of possibly either paralyzing or killing the target, assassin's choice. So paralyzing, right? <laughs> we'll see. So yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that. I'm going to attack flanked, flat-footed Matumbe. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Don't tell me. Uh, It's a 20 on the die. I'm going to roll a confirm here. Natural 2, only a 16 to confirm. Or 18, I guess, because you're flanked. With my shield unequipped, my flat-footed is a 20. Okay, so he doesn't confirm the crit, but he does get the sneak attack off. not going to lie, my heart's kind of pounding right now. It's not good. So that's 33 points of damage on the sneak attack.
2: Pretty substantial blow, yeah. And now I need you to make me a fortitude save. All right, I don't have any cards left. I wouldn't have used it anyway, because unless if, if you didn't tip your hand. I will expend two uses of the inspiration because you know it's not good. All right fortitude save isn't incredible but i am rolling an additional d6 here there we go that's what i like to see that is going to be a 27 27 you feel fine okay so what is he attacking me with like a
0: dagger or something he's got a dagger yeah and he does get one more attack because what i'm seeing is the death attack is just when you make a successful sneak attack if you had studied someone for three rounds which he did the good thing about a death attack, though, is that he has to study you for three more <laughs> rounds to try and do it again. Uh, and he would—it gets into this complicated thing of, like, if you know he's an enemy and he's trying to study you for a death attack, it doesn't work. So uh, so you avoided the major bad thing, but here's another attack coming at you. Oh, I actually need you
2: to make me another fortitude save. I apologize. Well, I don't know what this is for, so I'm going to throw another inspiration on there.
1: Okay. Wait, before you roll, I do have a good card if we think this is also really dangerous.
2: All right, so so describe to me a little bit what's happening here. If he stabs me in 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 the gut, yep. pulls it back out, feels like it gets close to my heart or something. Is it then that I feel like, uh-oh, I feel sick, or something's coming on? It's like,
0: oh, uh, the not only did blood come out, but it was like, greasy. Okay,
2: There's something... save, save your card. It's probably a poison, poison. or something. Mm-hmm.
4: Hopefully Freya can just suck it back up into herself.
2: Yep. I am still gonna use my inspirations here. I'm just burning through them. I, again, I think I got this here. 29. You're good.
0: Cool. Alright, so that is out of the way. Now the second attack is coming. That is a 22. That hits. With the flank, uh, Unfortunately, that's also still a sneak attack because you're still flat footed
2: So is that still one of these fancy death attacks? It is not a death attack. Okay, it was just like it the, was first just the first hit. one. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: 29 points of damage.
2: So he's lift he is actually lifting a wagon right now. And this guy slips the <laughs> dagger in between his ribs. Matumbe screams bloody murder. The guy pulls it out. This like greasy nonsense comes seeping out of it, and then he just jams it right back in the same wound. That that hurts. And that is yeah. uh, Do you
4: drop the wagon?
2: I imagine dropping a wagon much like dropping a weapon is a free action. <laughs> so of course I dropped the wagon. Yes, no, I can... more
4: meant like once you're hit, are you gonna drop it because and it crushes a clip. I was gonna say what effect does that have on eclipse? That you're... sounds
2: like a question
0: for your game master.
4: I mean it does, yes. But... The
0: important part of the wagon was that you don't have any of your shit on you and you're flat footed until you, like, let go of the wagon.
4: I thought we were gonna do, like, some strength checks. That's why Eclipse, strength, strength, comes yep, over.
0: Yep, it's It's all part of the plan. <laughs> uh, so next in the order is, unfortunately, these two ghouls.
2: Come on!
4: So... <laughs> <laughs> <you fuck> on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> One of them's gonna 4 round attack Eclipse.
4: Do ghouls stink? Are they the ones with the stenchy?
0: Uh, gas are stinkier. Ah, I see. Ghouls don't have an RO stench. Uh, at least I don't think they do. No, they don't. Uh, so this one attacks with a bite first. That's only a uh, 15 against your flat-footed. Nope. And then two claws. 22. One is a two on the die, which won't
4: hit. Nope.
0: Okay. Uh, the other one is going to four-round attack. Matumbe, it is We're getting shocked. a flanking bonus, which is great.
2: Imagine my surprise.
0: Uh, That's a 18, which won't hit. That is correct. Or, sorry, a 20, which doesn't hit, right? Uh, 20 ties. Okay. 20 ties. 26 points of damage. Need you to make me a
2: fortitude save. All right. um, I don't know that Eclipse really has a great line of sight on Matumbe. We're on other sides of this wagon, even though we're both by the front. It looks like based off our, our map here, Freya does have a good line on Matumbe. And, uh... He looks like he's about to die. Oh, Oh, no. So here comes another fortitude save with some inspiration. Come on. I'm rolling so hot on these fortitude saves. It's unbelievable. That is going to be a 33. You're good. You're not paralyzed. I've been rolling decent off the inspiration dies. And the last three fortitude saves were 17, 18, natural 20. Here come two more claws. Come on, dude.
0: Alright, one's a hit, one's a miss. Ooh, this is gonna hurt, buddy. Thirteen points of damage. Okay. Uh, You you
2: really got fucked by the last one. I rolled three sixes. That's (laughs) awful. Yeah, this got really bad extraordinarily fast. Matumbe is at negative eight hit points. My con is fourteen. Okay,
0: so Matumbe drops. Uh, I, Holy
1: shit. Oh my god! I do need
0: another
2: save. I mean, what else am I using the inspirations for at this point? <laughs> can you use them on death saves? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so, I don't no. Think you can. So this is, wait, I'm sorry. So this is just the con check? This is so you don't become paralyzed by the ghoul. So that's just a save. So yeah. I could use it. Yes, yes, Yeah, I think we're just looking to the future. Yeah, if you want to (laughs) (laughs)
4: Um,
0: 18? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. All right. That is the ghoul's turn. Freya, you better fucking do something.
1: Freya was itching her hand back to grab her bow, uh, but. After watching Matumbe take all of these attacks and drop to the ground, she quickly changes her, her path of motion. And instead, she moves up. Uh, she moves up to get kind of within range of everything. If she can stand
0: yeah, right there yeah, without being in
1: uh, difficult terrain, moving up by the, the wagon. And she had a pretty good vantage point of everything going on. I'd like to do a knowledge check on these ghouls.
2: Sure, that'd be a religion. I would have done the same had
0: I been able to act. You guys got real low on those initiatives.
1: I got a 20 for a 24.
0: Yeah, 24, you're going to get three questions on the ghouls.
1: Well, she has seen Matumbe go down. So what uh, special abilities are they using?
0: So these ghouls are using their natural attacks. They have a bite and two claws. You know of ghouls, they have a disease and a paralysis effect on their, on their bite, and their claws just have the par- paralysis effect. Uh, these ghouls appear to be more powerful. You think by the precision that Matumbe was attacked, they're probably rogues.
1: Uh, so ghouls are undead creatures. Do these have channel resistance?
0: These do. It's not okay. very high, though.
1: Okay. Do they have any other special defenses?
0: Special defenses. Uh, these have uncanny dodge and evasion mm. uh, because they are rogues. But no, I mean, like, they, they don't have any resistance to energy or uh, you, you would know that they're your classic undead, like chaotic evil creatures. Okay, okay.
1: Now being in the in between these two combats at the front of the front of the wagon, Freya knows she needs to heal Matumbe, but we also need to do some damage on these ghouls. So Freya is going to channel and instead of grabbing for her gun, she grips her Erastal and Desna holy symbol and uh, does her three aspect channeling. Uh, so that will only do half of the healing and half the harm. So Matumbe might not be uh, back all the way up to full, but he won't be bleeding out.
2: You just take what you can get in situations like okay, this.
0: Okay, so I'm rolling for both of the ghouls I'm rolling will saves, a uh, natural one on the one by Matumbe, uh, and a 20, dirty 20 on the one by Eclipse.
1: Okay, so the one by Eclipse saves, so it'll take a quarter.
0: I assume you're selective channeling. Selective channeling,
1: so uh, Clarence is not affected by this.
0: Wouldn't matter, he's at fool.
1: So is everyone else but Matumbe. <laughs>
4: Yeah,
1: actually, yes. Uh, And this does also give the boon now. Freya has that back, so uh, you can roll two and take the better on one of your rolls. All right, so that was 14 total, so that'll be seven for everyone, and the one that saves would then take three.
2: Well, I'm stable, but I'm at minus one. Yeah, and you're not conscious... Nope. Which is not a good thing.
0: Mixing the order is eclipse.
4: Oh, that's that's fantastic. Wow. So I have two options. I could pull out my axe and take this entire round to do so. Or I could do literally anything else.
2: I would start by dropping the wagon. I don't think we need to hold it up anymore.
4: That's correct. You also dropped it on me.
2: Well, yeah.
1: While doing her channel as Freya uh, grasps her holy symbol. She looks over to Eclipse and Air Bear. Matumba's down. He needs a help. Shit,
4: she's got a connection with Matumba.
0: I have precedent for never doing a coup de grace if I'm threatened. So if you want to summon something to threaten these guys, you will at least buy him around.
4: I'll see you guys in the fourth round when I get my axe. (laughs) But for now... I'm gonna swift action, put a mental or uh, uh, a mind barrier up for myself, and then I'm gonna gonna use my standard action to expend one point of mental focus and summon a servitor, as in, uh, I'm gonna summon monster three.
0: Okay, and it shows up now because yours is standard action summons.
4: Yes, it is. So what
0: shows
2: up?
4: It's a great question.
2: She can't see all the way over there unless like the. I mean, I guess I don't know how tall the wagon is, but she's three feet tall. But I could
4: could drop move.
2: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that makes a lot. That makes sense.
1: Do I need to drop and move? It depends on if there's like walls on the wagon, how tall it is. But she dropped it, so.
0: You you drop the, dropping the wagon's free. You can't see Matumbe because he's lying on the ground. But yeah, you can see the two people standing. You can see their heads at least over the top of the wagon.
2: Okay, I wasn't sure if this was like a, a um, like an Oregon Trail oh, like no, no, covered no. wagon. It was like it was a like a tar. wagon.
0: It's like it's like a way scaled up version of like a horse cart wagon, where it it would have like it would have. It makes sense that it has hay in it, but it's Got not it. like a couple feet tall. Not not three feet tall. Well, I'm sure Eclipse can like see.
3: And because the front axle is not on, it's the front end is going to be sitting on the ground. So. You could still see over it, but you couldn't necessarily see somebody lying in front of... I'll say you can see over
0: there. If you were to shoot a ranged attack at them, they would have cover.
3: But I'll say you can see them.
4: All right, so Eclipse is going to summon Alton the Ape.
0: How big is Alton the Ape?
4: He is a large ape.
0: I figured we might have a large ape.
4: With reach. So Alton
0: the Ape appears... (laughs) Who has
4: 10-foot reach.
0: ...is threatening both enemies here. Uh, So that was your standard action... You swift action, would you like to use a move action? And then obviously Alton can take his turn.
4: (laughs) Move action, I'd like to five foot step away from the ghoul. Okay, smart strategy. And then Alton will take his turn.
0: Okay, Alton takes his turn. (laughs) Alton has
4: two slam attacks. They're gonna go for... I feel like they could go for the... I feel like maybe the ghoul, getting the ghoul distracted so it doesn't, like, coup de motumbe later. yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and attack the ghoul with some slams. Eight. Eight? <laughs> Come on, Alton. what's the, That was the highest. Oh, no. Jesus. <laughs> Doesn't uh, help when you roll <laughs> a four to three.
0: <laughs> wow, Alton really has a bad to hit.
4: I mean, he's CR two.
0: Yeah, I guess so. Um, he's,
4: he's here to have a wide range of threatening.
0: That's fair. He, he is very intimidating, even if not very powerful. Matumbe, you are bleeding out
2: on the ground. Point of point of order, I'm not or no, bleeding out. you're not bleeding out. out. Yes, I'm just at negative stable. one. So yep. there's nothing I can do, but that's not a bad thing.
0: Yep. So Matumbe, you're lying down. Er, bear, you're up at the top of round two. Yeah. I'm going to go
3: ahead and full attack.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought you might. I thought you might full attack this ghoul. Just
2: erase him. Take this ghoul to people. school.
3: Yes, and on my last attack of this Owski. <laughs>
0: Mike Wachazowski. <was it>
3: <laughs> I'm rolling my eyes at myself, but I know all of our fans can see that. So I'm really glad I am going to be able to re-roll the last one because I rolled a 6, a 9, and another 6 for a 19... uh, 22 is the highest. 22 hits. Oh, all right. Does a 19 hit? 19 hits. Oh, does a 14 hit? 14 does not hit. Okay. All right. So I do not hit there. Next one is 28. Yep. Thankfully, uh, that is a crit threat. Okay. Roll a confirm. Yes. 27. Yes, that confirms. Fantastic. 24. 24 hits. And a
0: 20. 20 hits. Fantastic. I think you've created... Uh, ghoul spaghetti,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I guess we'll wait for the damage. Yeah,
2: that's a lot of hits. With that's the crit a lot of hits and a
0: crit in there. Yeah, you know these guys aren't aren't demons or anything, so
3: it's gonna be 156. Yeah, he's gone. You triple killed him. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> Fantastic, shit. and now that he is gone, I immediately am going to. Chain the challenge to this damn old man, Clarence.
4: Is that like a swift? Free. Oh, But free. I just
3: have to do it instantly.
4: Ah. Yeah,
0: it's like when you kill your challenge, right?
4: That's cool. I
2: didn't know you could move challenges. That's interesting. If you have the feet. Huh. Chain ah. challenge.
4: That's awesome. That is so cool.
2: That seems like kind of a given for anybody who has a challenge. That's yes. like, yeah. yeah that, yep, that's that's awesome. I do not know why you yeah, wouldn't. So exactly. <laughs> it
0: yeah. is Clarence's turn, uh, and he saw the burst of positive energy come out of Freya, so he's going to acrobatics over to her.
4: Okay. Okay. That is not what I thought. You, what you thought. What I thought you were going to say, uh, and I'm very happy about I it. I
0: think. I think he's getting away with it with a 33 <laughs> acrobatics. I, I don't think. You know, I, I might be wrong with your apes. CMD, but...
4: Ah, yeah. I mean, like, here's the thing, Griffin. Uh, Does that really beat a 17? It it does. (laughs) Um,
0: And he's going to actually attack with his off uh, dagger. Uh, Is that a crit? No, it's not. Uh, It's definitely a hit. It's gonna be 29. Yep. So... That's six points of damage, and I need you to make a fortitude save.
1: If this is a poison, I'll get a plus two. But if this is a disease, I will get a minus two.
0: Ah, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> I don't like diseases. But generally, people don't coat their blades with diseases, so
1: Freya was thinking Freya about it, it. Probably will,
0: yeah. <laughs> I was
4: gonna say, will it will it be coated in diseases once it pulls out of Freya? <laughs>
0: Yeah, keep that in mind, it's infected yes. after, yeah. Ugh,
1: <laughs> uh, not good. So without any uh, uh, modifications, it's only a 13.
0: Unfortunately, your even your Dwarven hardiness doesn't save you from this. You are poisoned. So right now, right now you're weakened. You're going to take a minus two penalty on strength-based attack rolls, damage rolls, skill checks, and ability checks. Uh, your car- carrying capacity is divided by three, and you're always considered to be carrying a medium load, so your your speed's going to be reduced. But you don't use strength for a lot, so it probably isn't going to matter much to you.
1: It's not uh, great for firing a bow, but that's okay.
0: All right, next in the order is the ghoul. It's going to step up and full attack this ape. So the bite is a 26...
4: No way! Yeah, that a hundred percent.
0: Claws! Ooh, both, um, both twenty threes. Yeah. Okay, so.
4: It's almost like in uh, twoe those would have been mostly criticals. So. Yeah, I, I mean. <laughs> good,
2: goodbye, Mister Ape. We yeah. Alton need e.
4: was good for what he was needed for. Alton,
0: you did exactly what we asked of you. Yeah, maybe not. Uh, only twenty three points of damage.
4: Alton's gone.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say, if he's not gone, I'm, I'm going to need uh, four fortitude saves. No, he
4: does have the great fortitude feet. Okay?
0: Oh, okay, yeah, I'm sure that, That's... that makes a difference. Uh, so, goodbye, Alton, but the ghoul, you've you've s- saved Matumbe one round of not being coup de grade. Woo! The other ghoul is obliterated, so it's Freya's turn. Freya, you're face-to-face with uh, this quote unquote old man.
1: With this weakened condition, can Freya still take a five foot step?
0: Absolutely. Okay. Yeah.
1: Freya's distracted by the the pain and the drain from this uh, weapon attack but she still knows Matumbe is in a critical position and I'm sure our buddy disappearing, she would notice that as well. So she takes a five foot step back and over Matumbe's body, is it casts Burst of Radiance uh, in between our two uh, combatants that are still on the board. And I need a reflex save from both of them.
0: Reflex from both. Okay, the ghoul gets a 16. The Clarence, the Clarence, gets a 18
1: all right so clarence saves the ghoul does not the ghoul is going to be the clear die
0: clarence doesn't take damage because of evasion uh so unless there's it
1: does not the damage is not halved by a reflex save oh so okay yeah i guess he just and, is yeah. dazzled for one round and the ghoul is actually blinded for four rounds okay and then they both take damage.
2: Oh, that's that's really good, Emily. That's really good.
1: It was very close to uh, him succeeding, but he did not. Uh, that's sixteen points of damage. Did more with d fours than I did with d sixes. Wild.
2: <laughs> Gotta love Pathfinder. <laughs> and
0: Clarence takes sixteen as well. Did you?
1: Yes. So it's not halved or anything. Yep. The reflex was just to be dazzled, which. I don't know if he then wouldn't even be dazzled, but that's the verbiage of the spell.
0: Gotcha. Next in the order is Eclipse. There's no more ghoul near you. Herbear turned it into pudding.
1: Yeah, I'm aware.
4: I'm
0: going to start calling you Slap chop.
4: So uh, I have a question Yeah. for Freya. Oh. Yes. Do you have arrows in a quiver on your back? And if so, how many? And what type, I guess.
1: Jesus. All right, get ready. <laughs> Let me make sure I find all of them here. Just what special types, I guess. Special type? She has 10 adamantine arrows, five raining arrows, four arrows that have it's like a adamantine quill angel. She has uh, 20 barbed arrows, 20 blunt arrows, 10 cold iron, seven ghost touch, and 17 that are weapon blanched silver. All right. And then she have like regular ones. Which
4: ones do the ones. most damage regular? Oh, shoot. Yeah, which ones do the most damage or have the most effects? Um,
1: I mean, they're all...
0: None of them are like a enhancement like, bonus, yeah. so they all do equal damage.
4: They all do equal damage. They None of them have enhanced effects.
1: No, she, her bow is magical, but yeah. her um, arrows are not, unless they're weak to a specific type. Okay,
4: yeah, so I've been weighing my options here. Uh, Either way, I plan to use some sort of focus power.
0: One of the bullshit powers you have?
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But I I recently acquired a fairly new one that I've never been able to use yet. Um, And normally it is used on people, but you can actually use it and fling up to your caster level in objects, at a target, and arrows act like, daggers of the same type so i could fling nine daggers as in nine arrows from freya's quiver because she's within 10 feet of him at him okay that is wild so do
0: you make an attack roll for each one
4: unfortunately absolutely i do
0: (laughs) give me those nine attack rolls i
4: will hang on one second because it's slightly different because it is um telekinetic mastery and so instead of being a normal attack roll, it is actually using my intelligence modifier and my base attack bonus. My base attack bonus is a seven, and then my intelligence is a six, which happens to be the same as my strength. So, I guess it is the same.
0: Isn't your base attack bonus nine because of Trappings of the Warrior?
4: It is nine with my. Uh, when you're using your specific implements, box. so it is seven otherwise. Okay, but this means I am going to be rolling. 9d20s. So I'm gonna use a dice. App.
2: I mean, this is a cinematic as shit moment.
4: <laughs> I know, right? Okay. So the first one is 30. 30 hits. 30 hits. Okay. So that means three of them hit for sure. Okay. So then what about a 28? That hits. Okay, great. Four hit. What about 27? Yep. Okay, great. Five hit. 26? Yep. Okay, great. And then what about a 23? No. Okay. So five... No, six hit. Six of them hit. So uh, we're, we got 64. And the other arrows land in a square, a random square adjacent. The other three.
2: They all just sail past right into Batu Bay. Oh, no. <laughs> Guys, there's a good chance I won't survive 3d4. <laughs> all
4: right. All right. So this isn't bad. 23 points of damage as... Nine arrows come flying out of Freya's quiver. They hit him right in the chest, six of them do, and then three of them hit the other arrows and fall down to the ground near him. All right. Anyways, that was really fun to do. Thank you guys for entertaining that.
0: Atunbe, you have not been healed by your peers.
4: Sorry, I couldn't correct. do that.
0: It's <laughs> fine. So it's Airbear's turn. Bear, there is a creature leaning over your unconscious friend there is also a old man attacking your cleric you're hasted
4: old man with six arrows on it yeah an old man that just got hit by
0: <laughs> six telekinetically flung arrows things eclipse does without her axe summons a cr2 ape fling six <laughs> arrows
4: <laughs> but it was good
0: what i've learned is that i just need to keep surprise attacking you when you don't have your shit on you ah
4: I mean, if I would have attacked with my axe, I'm only guaranteed 16, so 23 isn't bad comparative.
3: Because I am hasted, because my new compatriot is dying on the ground, I can make it just, just to threatening range with 80 feet around the the wagon. <laughs> Flavor-wise I would have loved to have crawled under it. But I am positive that would have made difficult terrain and I would have had to have rolled all those things.
4: And scuttle like the rat you are.
3: <laughs> I'm not gonna say no, but you're, you're towing a line there. You can so- do that if you want. I mean,
0: like I said, this isn't very tall. If you wanted to just go across the wagon, you oh. could you could uh, as long as you make an acrobatics check to jump up on it
3: hell yeah that's absolutely what I'm gonna do then yeah, I think you could absolutely
0: uh, do that I would just say that from where you were the so it would be you jump up and I'd say with you could get to this guy in one move right because you have you hasted your movement
3: speed is 40 air bear is going to even though he, he has uh, Clarence in his sights, challenged, he is going to go after the ghoul that is over the top of Matumbe. In doing so, I can go over the wagon, partially on the ground, I'm gonna, dukes of hazard this thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess, does the acrobatics save, what, 10 for a jump this high?
0: Oh yeah, you're totally. I imagine you have the acrobatics. To yeah, I, I have the acrobatics yeah, yeah. for that. Already. It's okay, like a perfect. five foot drop.
3: All right, then I can just make it there and be threatening. So and that was a move. You're gonna attack it. I really had my sights set on the uh, on Clarence, so uh, my mind had a, a slight skip, and that's a 16. Yeah, that hits. He's blind. Fantastic. 15 points of damage Okay,
0: next in the order is Clarence. Clarence is gonna 5 foot step and then attack Oh boy. Uh, he's gonna attack at you 4 times Oh. Or 3 times rather. Miss Dirty 20 misses, I think
1: Yep, yeah, that flat misses. Flat
0: footed Oof. Misses all 3 Nothing higher than a 9.
1: Oh, thank goodness
0: Oof. That's his, yeah, that's his action Stepped up, full attacked. The ghoul is going to full attack at Air Bear, (laughs) who is threatening him. The ghoul is blind. So the bite, 12 won't hit. The two claws, uh, 16 won't hit. And that's the highest. So he just flails wildly at Air Bear. uh, And it's Freya's turn. Freya, Clarence is up in your face. Man, you guys have been talking about your bad dice left, but... That whole roll, I (laughs) I got one nine and then a six and a couple of
2: twos. (laughs) Rough stuff.
1: Freya does not have a weapon out, so she can't currently attack, but she can channel some more positive energy. Another three aspect channel to get Matumbe at least up from being unconscious.
0: (laughs) Matumbe it's been a long combat on the ground,
2: baby.
1: Uh, so I need some will save. Yeah, well,
0: just from the ghoul, right?
1: Yes. Uh, he makes oh yeah, it. we only have one left.
0: I got a natural fourteen, which will go up to a yeah, twenty-something.
1: Yeah. Now I roll well, so that was a twenty-four total. So half is going to be twelve, and then he'll take a quarter, which is six, and that refreshes the uh, roll twice.
0: Okay. Eclipse. Oh, Freya, are you going to move at all?
1: Uh, She will take a five-foot step diagonal and back away. Give so an opening for Eclipse. Uh, get good line of sight on this guy.
0: Eclipse, it is your turn.
1: What knowledge do I need to talk about Clarence?
0: Uh, local.
4: Okay. Yeah, I don't have that.
0: You know he's a human.
4: Uh, I, I know that. Okay. I could try something again. I could also, again, shoot nine arrows at him that did some damage, or I could try something a little bit different where I do some combat maneuver uh, things, but I feel as though maybe he's going to be really, really good at defending against those.
1: I think he would be, yeah. Right.
4: Okay. So, with all of that uh, being said, I don't think that it's, like, I haven't seen him taking any less damage due to, uh, you know, like, an energy effect versus not, right? So... With that in mind, I have the option of um, doing those energy rays, but realistically, that's 5d6. I don't know, that's more guaranteed. Maybe I'll go with that for this time. I'll expend a point of mental focus to do an energy ray.
1: Okay. This is to touch tech. Okay. You can roll twice if you want.
4: Oh, I got a, a 19 on the die. Oh, all right, you're but I good. I am to see if I get a 20. Do I take the second result every time? Uh, No,
1: you're supposed to roll twice oh. and take the better.
4: Okay, yeah, I'll do that, sorry. I didn't realize it was one of those. I guess my bad. But either way.
0: Well, I mean, can't. you can use it on a roll for the next three rounds, but. Next three. It's her charisma modifier of rounds.
4: Oh, okay. three, yeah. Well, I did it, so I guess it's whatever. Anyways, I got a, I got a 19. I, I, f- I fucked it up, but I, I, whatever. I got a 19 on the die, plus a 12 touch. Yep. To touch. So I figured that would be fine. And it's 5d6. That is 21 points of fire damage.
0: Oh, fire has only resist. Oh,
4: shut <laughs> it. All right, and then um, I still have a move action left, I guess, so I'm going to move. Can I, can I step on the T thing or no?
2: Yeah. The yoke.
4: Okay, because I would like to move right past Freya, move my full, like, 20 feet so that I'm on the other side of Freya. Slowly kind of moving around the circle, and Sounds that is good. it.
0: Next in the order is Matumbe for the first time in this combat.
2: Here we, are, here we are, folks. Knowing that Air Bear is very good at what he does and being very hurt myself, is just kind of lying on his back, staring up at the clouds. He kind of hears this rah, rah, rah from the ghoul who's blind and going nuts trying to get at Air Bear. Matumbe looks at him and see, kinda assesses the situation and crawls away five feet as a move action. Yep,
0: he can't take attacks of opportunity because it's blind.
2: That is correct. And then Matumbe is going to pull out his book and he's still on his back, but that's two move actions and that's a turn. Okay, air bear. I am
3: definitely going to attack the school. Just roll, your first, roll your first die. 20 hit? Yep, he's dead. Awesome. What's it look like? Oh man. I I jumped off of this part two seconds ago. Missed. He missed. It's just been a flurry of dodges. Airbear winks as Matumbe is crawling away and slices his head off without even looking at it. And then I would like to use my move action to <laughs> Threaten the terrible, terrible. Okay, yeah, Clarence. you definitely can do that. Oh, I, I Clarence, Clarence it, you're
2: in trouble now. See, <laughs>
3: uh since uh, Clarence, while you were setting the trap, Vive we also setting a bit of a trap.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Not quite as good. You, I mean, you fell for better. our trap. <laughs> I really wish Air Bear,
0: uh, Air Bear's hand thing wasn't limited so that it could pop off, tap the ghoul on the shoulder, <laughs> and have him turn into the sword. Oh my god. That's <laughs> if so it Bear fun. ever like,
2: used a feint, I feel like that's, <laughs> that's how <absolutely>. it happened, <laughs> flavor-wise, <laughs> at least.
0: All right, it is Clarence's turn. He takes a diagonal five-foot step up. No, 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 di- diagonally away from both groups, uh, and yeah. turns invisible. Well, that didn't go well. Pray you're up.
1: All right. I prepared invisibility purge today. How far is that range? So it's five feet per caster level. So that's 45 feet. (laughs) Um, So she casts invisibility purge from uh, where she's standing. And so, yeah, 45 foot radius. Anything invisible um, is now visible while in that area by her. That's the last thing. Clarence
2: days. appears again. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Where's where he at? He's Just literally there. there. He had okay. Yeah, because he yeah, moved. He five foot moved. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And then,
1: as a move action, uh, Freya pulls out her bow.
2: Saw, saw Griff reopened the character sheet. He clearly <laughs> thought the episode was about to end. He thought he got us. Eclipse. I'm going to guess he's got
3: the end of my round or my turn. I wanted to go invisible so I could
0: study you guys for three rounds again. Um, excuse me. Oh, not <laughs> a three chance. Three rounds pass and Clarence <laughs> goes back with a, a death attack.
4: I want a will save, please. Come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fucking 11.
4: That fails. I'm going to use my telekinetic mastery t- to pull him right in front of air bear. <laughs> What? (laughs) So that he can't move away from us and go invisible. And Air Bear goes before him. And so right now he's kind of held. And by the way, this last nine rounds, I can move him up to 20 feet every round. So
2: Okay, Matube! (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna stand up. (laughs) First time on my feet this combat basically. And I guess if I saw that. He's gonna, um, oh, Jesus, I don't think I should do anything. I think he's just gonna stand there and say, Clarence, you, and he, I mean, I still look really bad. How foolish of you, having walked into my trap. Little did you know that I'd let you whip the absolute shit out of me. <laughs> and you knew the goals and then were there. The trap.
3: <laughs> you knew the goals were there the whole time.
4: I really just Got love him. the imagery though of like literally, Clarence moved away, went invisible, came back invisible, <laughs> and went right back. And yep. then went to base, like, standing. Got him. Fantastic.
2: Uh, and then I'd like to use my other move action to draw my shield. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Gear it up for this <laughs> almost over combat. Listen, man. I also didn't think I'd go down in the first round of this combat. I don't know what's coming. Hey Bear. All right, I'm going to go ahead and full attack
3: to yeah. use my first re- or my reroll on the last set of the Okay, just throw out throughout uh, your totals. Uh a crit, a natural 1 and 19. 19 total. Total miss. Okay. 21, 23, and an 18 total. All three miss. All right, so then I get a crit.
0: Roll to confirm the 23. crit. 23? 23. 23 does not confirm the crit. Uh,
2: unless we get a judicious force. Within 10 feet. Oh, Clarence, you <laughs> fool. <laughs> been brought to <the> <laughs> That is a confirmed critical hit. Fantastic. By my friends, we Ashis. <laughs>
3: and now the re-roll. Nope, definitely uh, miss on that guy. Fifty-one damage with the crit.
0: Yes, you kill him. Fantastic. <laughs> you you uh you definitely like cut him right down the middle, and
2: uh, combat is over. Amazing. Before anybody says anything, I would like to say thank you all for having my back there. I will say a
0: hero card to Emily because she immediately called that this dude was going to be uh, part of the cult. Of course he was going to be part of the cult. Everybody knew that. Well, she was the only one that suggested taking a precaution ahead of time.
1: I got the Tyrant, which is a terrifying looking dragon with a bloody orb. Oh, is that the world in its talons? Oh, and this is a evil card.
0: Hey, it's been a while since we got an evil card. That is true. We don't get a lot of those. And on the body... You find a, uh, a mithril shirt, a magical-looking dagger, a disguise kit, and a
2: small ceramic egg. That egg there, does it seem uh, magical or anything, or just kind of a, a valuable object? Mundane.
0: Make a perception check.
2: I see you trying to check it out there, Bear. Please, I know a thing or two about <laughs> eggs. I'll be a 42.
0: Yeah, you see that there's a hidden seam around the egg. You think you could uh, finagle it and get it open
3: with a disabled device check? Okay. There might be trapped. Uh, try to be careful with it. I know he was carrying it on his person, but you mm. never know.
1: You have good intentions. They'll carry you through. And Freya gives you a touch of good, so you get a plus four.
2: Okay. I'm going to go for it then.
4: Eclipse could auto aid you. And by looking over your shoulder and helping uh, tell you exactly what to go, where to turn or do things.
2: If you're cool with that aid, Griff. Sure. Okay. I thought my
3: hand uh, assisted with disabled device. <laughs> uh, but in fact, it actually <laughs> doesn't. It hurts. Help. <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> the hand tries
2: squeezing the egg.
4: <laughs>
2: Incredible. Okay. So that'll be a 38. Yeah. Uh, DC 15. I hope. <laughs> the, egg.
0: The, the egg opens, revealing a an emblem of a gagged skull. It appears that Clarence was a member of the Whispering Way.
4: Oh, wow.
2: Matume doesn't show this to the rest of the group just quite yet. He looks them all at the eye and said, This may surprise you, but Clarence was quite evil. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, <laughs> I need you guys to finish your drinks because we'll see you
0: next week. <laughs> I My knew God. it. <laughs> Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Inc. and used with permission.